Welcome to the Podcock Peacast. I'm your host, the only Tyler Peacock in smock draft season. Um, the draft is Thursday night. We're recording this on a Tuesday night. Um, let's introduce first Bobby Russell. What's up? Hey, how's it going? Uh, much like the F1 season, we just had a nice little two-week break from the podcast, so I'm glad to be back. Yes, glad to have you back. And uh, Bryce Bumgarner, um, yeah. Yeah. what's up? Hey, Thanks for just, joining us. Absolutely. Same here, Bobby. Kind of like this nice little break, but uh, it's good to be talking sports. And here we go. Done with the Masters. Done with, uh, you know, all the, what, Daytona. We've got we've got the Derby this weekend. We've got the draft. So just moving on. It'll be uh, summer football before too long. And uh, we'll be we'll be cracking helmets in August anytime soon. So it's good to be back, guys. Today, today just got me excited. Just weather wise, and in the great Buckeye State, too. Just a beautiful day. And uh, I don't know, it just feels like summer. I know it's not, but it's great. But um, we got we got a mock draft to do. We're going to help out all the non playoff teams from the previous season. So that's the top 18 picks. Um, I've humbly, and my team selects third, but humbly, I will pick last in the rotation. Not a snake draft. We're just going to go straight through. But I have a trivia question. That's non-Tim Allen, by the way. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> I got a trivia question for you, too. Um, if the winner gets it, um, they could choose whether it be in the one or two position. So, simple question. In what year was the first National Football League draft? What year? Mm. Um. All right. I I looked this up by the way. That's not top of my head knowledge. So. All right. I'm. For some reason, I go back to like Bart Starr. And like the fifties, that he was drafted by the Packers. That's my gut. Like, I'll say when did the merger happen? Or no, that wouldn't have even been it because that would have been. Well, yeah, we'll I'll play, say, we'll... I'll, yeah, I'll say 50, I'll say 50, 50, 58, 57, we'll, we'll play, 57. We'll, we'll play prices right rules with the exception of over. I hate that rule. So yeah. my first gut was like in the 70s, but I'm like, no, it had to have been before that. So I'm saying like 58. That's my gut. Okay. Yeah, I was the same way. My first thought was 66, but then you mentioned Bart Starr, and you got to think about all those guys like Paul Horning going to the Green Bay Packers, too. I'm going to go 47, 1947. All right, Bobby, you are close. The correct answer 1936. What I was kind of shocked. Fuck? I was shocked looking at that. I do have a little bonus tidbit in case you guys were kind of both there and knew that. Um, First round traffic in National Football League draft history was. <laughs> well, I've got I'll, no. I'll give you a hint. He was the first Tittle? to. Y.A. Tittle? No, he was the first to win a famous trophy as well. John Heisman. Mm. No. He, no. Um, um, Belitnikov. No. No, it was Jay Berwanger, the first Heisman Trophy winner. Who uh, actually went, okay. I think the Eagles, 
may have selected yeah. him or something like that. So anyway, all right. So Heisman, Heisman was the coach. So Bobby, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bobby, you can Congrats. decide You're... to go in the one hole or the two hole, and then Bryce will get the leftovers, and I'm third. So uh, I'm gonna go. I'll take. I'll take number one overall. Okay, well, you're on the clock with the Jags, Mr. Russell. Um, do I – I'm not going to do the – every pick, but I will do it for the first pick. So I love that sound, though. Isn't that great? That's just a great sound. <laughs> yeah. That high high production value oh, here. just gets me like – well, never mind. I won't tell you what it gets <laughs> I, me. I, I, think, I think the first boo I hear of Roger Goodell is like, I know it's real. Um uh, yeah, so first pick, Jacksonville Jaguars. Feels like they've been here before. Um, I think we all know where this pick is going. Uh, but I think we've all known for months. And this is the one thing I don't like about the draft. They hype the guy up for months. And then they use all 10 minutes of their first round pick. And it's like, <laughs> we know what you're going to do. Just do it. Save us some time. Get to the late picks earlier. Well, uh, it used to be worse when it was 15 back oh, in yeah. the day. At least mm-hmm. it was all Saturday back then, so you really didn't have shit to do. But still, it's like, it's like come on, free marketing though, like free, right. like fifteen minutes of like just airtime of them talking well, about your team. So you're like, well, let's fucking soak I, that up as much as we can. I, one tidbit here, I it was it was when it was fifteen minutes still, but when Jake Long, the Michigan tackle, went number one to the Dolphins, that was like cinched up like midweek leading into Saturday's draft. And Miami still took the majority of the time to like get the card in and and get the mm-hmm. jersey and stuff like that. I'm like, I mean, it was anticlimactic, but yeah, it, that kind of drove me nuts back then. Yeah, I I do miss the Saturday Sunday draft rounds one through three and then four through seven. That was mm-hmm. that was the perfect weekend for doing nothing. You know, it could whatever the weather was outside, you were watching draft every single pick. Now it's kind of like. Thursday night, I wait until my team picks, and I turn it off. Um, but yeah, first pick, first pick, uh, Trevor Lawrence, quarterback, Clemson University. All right, so uh, Bryce, you're on the clock with uh, <laughs> uh oh, the Jets. Um, All right, didn't, a... didn't you didn't you get stuck with the Jets last year in the AOC wins draft too? I don't know if I did. No, I, no. I to, oh I no, Bobby did. did. Because <laughs> it was between the Jets and the Jaguars. And yeah, and look, look, look where they're at in the draft. Or yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, I'm sorry, everybody, but if I'm the GM of the Jets, if Bryce Bumgarner is the GM of the Jets, I'm taking Justin Fields. Okay, Fields. sorry, like that's Fields just, off the board. So yeah, that's that's how it goes. Yeah, I know, I, go ahead, go ahead. Not, not that's not what I would want to happen. I don't want that to happen for him. But since I am playing the GM, I'm taking, I'm taking Justin Fields. Yeah. So. By the again, full disclosure, we, we are. Um, I I told the guys in our pre-show, little rap session or meeting, whatever. Like, we're just gonna go with. Um, what we would do in a sense. I mean, we're trying to make it realistic, but yeah, the Jets are in the quarterback market. Um, so, but that yeah, hurts fields. me. That hurts me to, to what do what I just did to you. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't no, want to do No, that. you just, 
you just committed career suicide for your boy Justin there, so that's fine. Yeah. I, I think I'll, he's a. I think I don't like what fucking world are we living in where he's not the second best quarterback out there. If not, one well, A, one B. I don't get it. I just don't fucking understand. What anyway. about, did you see Chris Sims mock or his uh, rankings to Tampa Bay? Yeah, he was like going dead well, last thirty two or something like that. Well, he has like Kellen Mond and he has like four or five quarterbacks ahead of Fields. I'm like, I mean, he's he does have a decent track record. Um. But, yeah, I kind of wanted Fields. I'm on the clock here. Um, by the way, no trades. It's, it's oh. just too hard to keep up with. Sorry. Um, <laughs> the trade up for the Browns. So, <laughs> so I, I want Fields. I'm afraid the Niners are going are gonna to take Lance or Mac Jones. But in this scenario, um, I'm John Lynch. Not a bad person to be. Um, so I guess we're just going to stick with Jimmy G and – I'm going to try to mimic the uh, Patriots offense from a few years ago. Hopefully this Florida tight end doesn't wind up killing multiple people and uh, himself and going to prison and stuff like that. But I'll take Kyle Pitts <laughs> and have a nice uh, George Kittle, Kyle Pitts, um, you know, a nice tandem at the tight end spot. You know, he's the best offensive weapon to me um, in this draft. And part of me kind of wants them to, just kind of smoke screen everybody out. If Fields is there, I want Fields. Don't get me wrong, but um, to get a weapon uh, for Kyle Shanahan to play with, that'd be cool. All right, so we're going to Atlanta, Bobby. Uh, you had the Falcons pick fourth overall. All right, yeah. So the Falcons, uh, we got an aging quarterback. Uh, he's getting up there. Former MVP took us to the Super Bowl, but there's been a lot of turnover and a lot of things happening. With that being said, I got the Atlanta Falcons taking Trey Lance of North Dakota State, sitting him for a year or two, letting him learn under Matt Ryan, and then, you know, either letting Matt Ryan ride off into the sunset, trading for what you can get for him in an offseason, and then roll into the future with Lance as your guy. Okay. Uh, Bryce, you uh, (laughs) – weirdly, you're the Bengals GM now. I love it. Taking a punter. Uh, no, I think you know Bengals. You you definitely need. You're you're in a great spot here. I mean, with the the run of quarterbacks that are probably going to go, you've got your pretty much best best player available right there, and you can take somebody that will be a day one starter. Um, for me, from just seeing what happened uh, with the Browns and what they did to sure up their offensive line. It was the the really the thing that changed Baker, um, like mentally and physically. He wasn't running for his life, all that shit. So, I know everybody wants to see the, uh, you know, the Tigers get reunited in Cincinnati, playing for the Bengals. But I'm gonna be the be the safe pick, be the sexy pick, sure up our offensive line, especially now that we've got. Uh, let's see here, we've got um, you know Garrett coming at you and and Clowney coming at you. Those coming uh, what's Twice a twice a, a year, and just you know, Cam Hayward and everybody else. Anyway, I'm taking Pene. Is it Suell? Suell? Sewell? Pene Sewell. Yep, that's who I'm taking. Pene Sewell. However the fuck you want to pronounce his name from Oregon. I think he's the best. I think he could be a number one. He, like any other year, he could have been a number one uh, draft pick overall. So he's the best yeah, guy in the draft. Yeah, I don't know where you guys are at. Uh, kind of a week. 
uh, offensive line draft. Not saying there's not going to be good players that materialize, but last year was um, the tackles. You know, like last yeah. year you had a lot of good tackles coming out, and um, so yeah, I think where you're sitting, I think you got to go, got to go there. Yeah, weirdly to me, you know, I mean, it's nothing, no groundbreaking analysis here, but both positions, uh, it seems like up front, there's not a ton of like thumpers on the inside on both the offensive and defensive lines, prospect wise, or with the pass rushers um, and, and the tackles too. So uh, it's, a, it's a, like a, a wide receiver, crazy draft. Um, I, I think that's, and then, I don't know if it's a great quarterback class. It's just that positions in such high demand that I think teams kind of over will start over hyping and overvaluing guys. Um, all right, I'm up with the Dolphins. Um, Dolphins actually have two picks in the first round. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Jamar Chase. I think you know you look. They got uh, Bobby's boy, Big Bill Bill Fuller. Um, Parker started coming on last last year. Uh, Gasicki, and I think you know, your two is your guy. Um, not really sure what you have with him yet, but I think the more weapons you can get him, uh, the quicker you find out uh, what you got there. So I'm going to take Jamar Chase, uh, the best receiver on the board. A guy, um, I think he's kind of one of those do it all receivers too. Um, has some speed, can be a downfield threat, but I think he can uh, run some routes underneath. So Jamar Chase is off the board to uh, the Miami Dolphins. Smart. Easy uh, pick. That yeah. Would, that would – I mean, they were already a playoff contender last year. That would really make them have a pretty scary offense. So. Yeah, and I think that – I think, you know, Pitts, since he's off the board, uh, maybe Waddle if Chase goes to Cincinnati. I think they're going to look for a weapon, and then we'll see what happens later. So, uh, yeah, Bobby, good luck with this one. Um, with no trades, especially uh, the the Lions, Man yeah. Campbell, he's up. What do you, what are they doing here? Yeah, um, you know, they they made the big trade this off season. You know, Stafford for uh, what's his face, golf. And, you know, they they, they have they what's have a. Face? Solid offensive line, um, Taylor Decker anchoring that up there. You know, I think they got a running back in there finally last year, or a stable of them at least. And this team's notorious for taking receivers in the first round and either not using their talent or wasting their talent. You know, uh, Calvin Johnson um, was the guy, Rodgers from Michigan State, number one. Yeah. 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 So I feel like they're going to make the same mistake here and probably ruin a guy's career. But this is where the run and receiver starts from the SEC. And, you know, Heisman winner Devontae Smith is going to be playing in the silver and blue in Detroit, Michigan. Oh, yeah. Okay. Smart. That's where I would have done. Good job. I mean, he's, you know, the, people's knocking him for being like 165, 170 pounds. Um, he done in the SEC. I, I don't think, you know, he will have trouble. Now Detroit sucks, but yeah, that that's a that's a good pick. All right, um, I guess the Panthers are on the clock. That is Bryce. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what are we doing here in Carolina? Okay, God, this is so tough. Um, 
what are we doing here? <laughs> um, let's see here. We need we need a tackle. We need a tackle. We need a cornerback. Um, we need we need a lot of things, guys. Um, God, I don't. Huh. This is. But do we do we get a do we go get our quarterback? Do we go? I mean, who who do we got down there? Remind me. We've got it's uh, uh, Drew Locke. Yeah, third year guy coming in or third year coming into his third year this year. Wait, is it Panthers or Broncos? Oh, it is the fucking. I'm looking ahead. Yeah, you're right. So, uh, so Teddy, you got yeah. Teddy, Christian McCaffrey, um, Matt Rule second year, Sam Darnold. Oh yeah, they made the Darnold trade. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not loving it. I'm not loving that one bit. I think we need something. I think we need a quarterback. Right? Don't you think, guys? Don't you think we I, – I, has, has Trey Lance been off the board? Yeah, he just went to Atlanta. All right. I'll take the distributor. I'll take Mac Jones. Ooh. I'll take Mac Jones. I'll take somebody that can uh, – you know you know what you're going to get. I think he's – I think he's a he's, – he's safe. I think he's even. I think he's still better. No, fuck it. No, 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 no. Take it. Take it off the board. Take it off okay. the board. We're going safe here. We're going safe. I'm taking. I'm taking. Nah. This is tough. This is so tough. <laughs> All right. Since we need offensive tackle, we need defensive backs. I'm taking uh, Patrick Sertan from Alabama. Best cornerback in the draft. Why not? I think you trade back. I think you could trade back in this spot, but since we're not doing trades, I think you let your teams that want Mac Jones come up and get up, you know, your Broncos, that that could happen. So I'm taking – I'll take our cornerback here out of Alabama. Yeah, I can see – Best one available, so why not? I could, I could see both Detroit and uh, Carolina at that seven and eight spot kind of being your, your uh, teams from the middle or teams from the playoffs last year trading up. Mm-hmm. And 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 those teams trading back and getting some picks because I don't know it's kind of yeah th- those are tough to mock. Um, all right, I got the Broncos at nine. Um, pretty much all the quarterbacks are off the board, and um, except the one I didn't take. So don't fa- fa- factor <laughs> well, in. Don't factor that in. But I know well, what you're saying. I mean, I'm I'm big teeth John Elway right now, and I don't see like a six six quarterback. That's, you know, obvious to me. Um, so, again, like, do do I go Kellen Mon here? Do they, do they reach and take a quarterback? Um, I think, you know, they're hoping a Fields um, or Lance, I think, would be the two guys they hope fall back here. Um, I don't know. Pass rush. You know, Von Miller's getting up there in age a little bit. Um, I think maybe they get best available here, and they they take Micah Parsons here. It might be a little early yeah. than what he's being mocked at, but I could see Denver doing that, um, and and that's the pick. So I got Parsons, the Penn State kid, stud, um, going to the Broncos. All right, Jerry Jones on the clock next. At 10, Bobby, you have the honors. Yeah, you know, Dallas, we, we like to make some big, splashy picks here. Um, I, I feel like the guy that we wanted just went, um, obviously with the no trades, 
Uh, you wanted to get a pass rush, and you got Sean Lee retiring. So uh, thank God, and, by the way. Yeah, that poor fucker. Mm-hmm. Always hurt. I mean, I loved watching him play when he was healthy, but my goodness. Right on. Um, yeah, poor guy. Uh, so we're gonna go ahead and keep just stock stockpiling some offensive talent. We're gonna go ahead and take Jalen Waddle out of Alabama too. Yep, that's a scary wide receiver. <laughs> him, him, and CD. Wow, that would be. And like, if he's there, that's not like. I feel like Dallas and and the Raiders are are those two teams in the draft that they just get enamored by like the shiny toy and stuff like that and speed. So that very much could happen. All right, uh, Bryce, you are the New York football giants. You're at 11. Um, you're on the clock. Mm-hmm. So giants, I'm thinking what we need, we need a decent amount of stuff. We could, uh, you could use a, we could use a receiver, man. There's going to be a run on receivers early. I think, um, Man, this is uh, okay. Just for no, no, uh, no receiver here. I think we pick up. Uh, we go somebody that can can get after it on the edge. I'm I'm high on this guy. Not gonna be a big fan there. This is somebody you could trade back, but since we're here, we got him. I'll pick Quiddy Pay. I'll take Quiddy Pay right there. A little bit, a little bit early for him, but uh, I'm going after him. I think he's somebody that could make a huge impact on the defensive side of the ball. Get after a quarterback. So yeah, he yeah, he's a freak athletically. Yep. So all right, I'm with the Eagles at twelve here. Um man. I feel like Philly could go. Jalen Rager didn't really pan out. I feel like they're another team you don't really know, kinda like the Dolphins pick I just had a little bit ago where you can go weaponry, get some outside skill talent for Jalen, make it a little easier for him. Um but I I'm gonna go corner here. And I'm trying to decide between two guys. I'm going to go with the Horn kid from South Carolina. Um, oh, J.C. Yeah. Horn. Um, you know, second or third best corner in the draft. Um, you, you, you tandem him up with a big play slay. And, you know, you probably have two nice corners there. And if you look in that division, uh, Washington with McLaurin, with Dallas – with CD and they get Jalen Waddle like they did in our draft. Um, you know, you, you got to have some guys out there to be able to play um, some coverage. So I'll take JC Horn from South Carolina, 12th overall. All right, Bobby, you got the Chargers. Interesting team here uh, going into this year. Um, what's the pick? Yeah, we, uh, you know, as the Chargers GM, the Los Angeles Chargers still feels weird saying. Um, we got our franchise quarterback last year, um, got thrown into the fire when Tyrod Taylor's lung got punctured. Um, so we need to protect this guy. We got an aging offensive line, some up and down guys, some guys coming over, some guys leaving. Um, so we're going to go ahead and take the, the next best offensive tackle left in this draft. We're going to take Rashawn Slater out of Northwestern. Mm-hmm. Uh, decent sized guy, um, only five pressures allowed all last year. Um, you know, I think he's got a high upside and he's going to step right in and be a day one guy. Also, not to be like that guy, but 
probably going to be pretty smart too, being a Northwestern <laughs> kid. So, uh, yeah, definitely a smart pick there. All right, the Vikings. Yes, yep, Minnesota on the clock, fourteen. Um, Bryce, what what is the uh, Vikings doing here? Um, so we need we need somebody to fucking shore up our offensive line. I feel like you've got you're just wasting away this Dalvin Cook era. You've got some decent talent, you know, just two years of like what one year away, I guess, from being being that decent playoff team. I think, you know, I'm not super high on the guy just because it's because it's West Coast. But from what, you know, I'm a believer. If I don't know, I'll research it. And from what I see, pretty pretty high on the guy. Um, he can be somewhat versatile. So I'll take in that dude from, from USC, that Vera Tucker. Yeah, Elijah Vera Tucker. Yeah, Elijah. Yeah, I think I think he'd be a good fit, fit for them. And if they land him there at, uh, what, 14. Is that right? Is that 14? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that'd be a good uh, good fall for him, and Vikings would love to have him there. All right, I got the New England Patriots at fifteen here. Uh, if we we're doing trades, definitely a a, a trade um, a team. I think that would love to get up in the draft and get a quarterback. Um, I still will take a quarterback. I think here I'm going to take Kellen Mond. You know, he's he's got some hype here and there from a few people. Um, it feels like maybe it's a, a Bill Belichick kind of move as well to to draft somebody. I mean, I don't, I don't know about you guys, but the Patriots just kind of, you know, they had a bunch of people last year set out. Cam was pretty good the first few games of the year, and then kind of you know shit the bed. But they they they're bringing him back. Um, so this is a team I don't really know. They're kind of in a holding pattern. Um, so they could go any way if they, I definitely think, you know, they'll trade up, but if they stay at 15, um, they could be a best available on their board, but, um, I'm going to take a quarterback here. So, yep. Mon knows the pick. All right. Three more picks in our mock, um, at 16, the Arizona Cardinals, Bob, what do you say? Yeah. Last year, uh, we got the, uh, most athletic freak in the draft with Isaiah Simmons could play all over the field. I don't think we still have a specific spot for him yet. Uh, we get an offensive set with receiving core, quarterback, offensive line, running back. So we're going to go defense again here. And uh, a special pick for me here, I'm going to take uh, Jeremiah owusu Koromoa out of the University of Notre Dame. Hmm. Yeah, he's a uh, – him, him and um, Simmons, right? Yep. They're they're very I mean Simmons bigger in stature, but both those guys are like you said, versatile. Could do a lot of different things with them. So um, that would be uh nice to see how they, they mesh those two. All right. Uh the Raiders, Los Angeles Raiders are on the clock. Bryce, uh you have the pick. Okay. I'm picking uh man, I feel like the last couple picks have been a little bit boring, but oh well. Um <laughs> And for the Raiders, you know, I think they – was it last year what they went and got wide, uh, wide receiver and then traded back in and picked up Damon Arnett. So, um, you know, another good team, um, a team that I think they are moving forward. Well, Carr, right? They're, he's their guy. It's like – right? That's that's their dude, right? I don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm just going to say we sure up our offensive line and hit up that uh, Christian Darisol from, from Virginia Tech. Just a big offensive lineman, uh, pretty athletic. Um, again, you could go back and look at all the offensive linemen last year, and there's there's good and bad things, but I think he's a solid pick. He's been he's been there for a while, and um, a lot of people had him pretty high on their on their big board. And again, if you have need a tackle and he's there, I think you could see him go there. So that's that. They're gonna tackle. Right. Yep, got it jotted down. All right, finally, uh, our mock for the non-playoff teams. The Dolphins, their second pick of the first round, the 18th overall selection. Um, I guess you could maybe look at at uh, somebody that could get after the passer, maybe an offensive lineman. Um, so I guess best available I'm seeing here. Um, I'll take I'll, – I'll stay in Miami. I'll take um, – the uh, what's his name Phillips Jalen Phillips yeah yeah the kid from Miami pass freak. rusher definitely a freak um keep him home and um the Dolphins would uh I think be happy with that as well so um all right so you guys let's get to your two teams here um this is weird for for you Bryce yeah uh, but I'll but I'll start Bobby first we'll just stay in order Steelers, 24th overall selection. Uh, Bobby, I know you kind of said last time we potted, uh, maybe running back here, but uh, what what are you wanting to see um, Thursday night? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm still on the running back. I absolutely want to see us take a franchise running back. I feel like there's two of them we can go after right here. I, from what, listening to a few other podcasts here today, it sounds like there might be some teams trying to jump up ahead of them to take someone. Um, but I feel like we're in a good spot. I don't think we need to trade up to get anyone. If we don't get one guy, then another one might be there. Um, and I think it's a coin flip, really, between uh, Travis Etienne and Najee Harris. I'd prefer Harris because he's more that between the tackles kind of runner, a little bit more sturdy, a little bit more meat on his bones so he can take the hits. But Etienne is best pass catching running back I've seen ever. Um, you know, he hits the hole quick and he's down the field. He's a four, three speed. So I don't think he can go wrong either way. Um, so I, ultimately I think we're going to take Najee Harris just because that's the identity of the Pittsburgh Steelers is the traditional running game. You know, your Jerome Bettis, your Franco Harris, your, your pounders. Um, if either of those guys aren't there, I don't think you can go wrong with an offensive tackle. Although, I think this draft, like I think we said at the beginning of the of the mock there, uh, with the soul pick, that he's kind of the, the the diamond of the class. You know, there's not five guys that are going to go top fifteen like there has been. Seems like almost every year, your second and third round, you're going to get guys like uh, Creed Humphrey out of Oklahoma, Liam Eikenberg out of Notre Dame, uh, you know, tackle out of Iowa. Like all, like every year, there's a tackle out of Iowa. So if if we can get a skill of running back there. Um, I feel like that'll be good. I feel like there may be an outside chance that if uh, one of these cornerbacks slips to us, uh, like Greg Newsom, uh, I believe there's the Farley kid out of Virginia Tech. I feel like if one of those guys slips, it's going to be a tough time in that uh, war room deciding do we go with an offense, try to give it one last run with Ben this year, or build our defense and 
be an average middle of the road eight and 18 for the next three years. If we don't make the playoffs or anything this year. So it's kind of where I'm at. Uh, the nice to be picking back in the twenties, which we were picking kind of the back end of the draft, but you know, we had to let the Browns win one playoff game. Yep. Thank you for that. Really appreciate it. Letting us win. All right. Cleveland's at 26, Bryce. Um, if you had your druthers, if you were in charge, what, what do you want to see Thursday? Um, Again, I, I, I feel like we don't have – I don't want to say any pressure, but really we don't. No pressure whatsoever. I think we've addressed a lot of issues. Um, anything we pick up is just, I think, some some icing on the cake, a cherry on top, if you will. Um, yeah, we really shored up so much on the, on the back end of our defense, and then picking up Clowney was big because he'll come in and, 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 and be the opposite of, of Garrett there up front. And then Tack Williams again through free agency will will be our third down, you know, edge rusher, kind of like what Olivia Vernon was last year. So I think, you know, again, I won't be upset if they trade, trade back, trade out, um, or you know, you do have I think nine picks, you know, lump a couple of those together, um, go grab you somebody up in the in the mid fifteens, you know, quitty quitty pay. I obviously well, I picked him there early. I think he's somebody that I would love to see. Um, you know, we talked about, um, what's his name? That defensive back from South Carolina, JC Horn. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen that Asante Samuel Jr. Um, from Florida state, you know, his name thrown out there, really somebody I'm fine with a cornerback. I'm fine with, the uh, you know, outside linebacker. Um, I guess if I, if it was up to me and he's available, I'm picking that J, uh, J O K from, from Notre Dame. That's that's my pick. Him or Zayvon Collins. Those two. I'd love to get a dynamic, um, you know, linebacker. It seems like it's been so long since we've had just like some kind of badass there at linebacker. Seems like we've always just kind of been um, patching there. And um, yeah, I would love to get get some stud at linebacker. Somebody that could start from day one. And I don't know. Maybe think about buying a jersey. So what a fun name. A little hyphenation there. Let's go get that guy from Notre Dame. Yeah, some of the some of the mocks I've seen, um, Bobby, uh, I I've, I've been seeing Najee uh, fall or not fall really, but Steelers being able to stay pat and take Najee, and then I keep seeing the kid from Bama, um, Barmore, the defensive tackle that just I mean he just dominated uh, the national championship game. Sorry, Bryce, but uh, oh, I don't I don't think I watched the. <laughs> Second, second half of it. Well, he—I mean—he was dominant, um, pretty much the later part of last year, the latter part of last year. Well, I mean, um, like insert interior defensive lineman from Alabama. You know, what I mean, it's kind of like the yeah, yeah. rusher from Ohio State. It's like okay, you know, you're going to get somebody that's most likely going to be. And the thing about getting a kid from, you know, some of the big tier programs like a Bama, Ohio State, or whatever, um, not a ton of like game reps. I mean, these guys come in, they kind of sit on the shelf for a year or whatever. Uh, and then they're like a rotational player. They're a redshirt freshman or true sophomore season. And then uh, yep. they're, they're like that big-time junior that comes out early and has a blow-up game or blow-up year. So. Right. Had to sit behind uh, Quentin Williams or whatever, you know, for mm-hmm. a year and then learn from him. So, yeah. Yeah, so I think both both your guys' teams are in, um, I think, a good position. I did want to ask you, Bobby, when, when are you guys going to – when is Pittsburgh going to look at the quarterback of the future? 
I mean, no offense to, you know, the Josh Dobbs or Landry Jones, but I feel like they just kind of let those guys fall to them. And if it worked out uh, on the cheap, that's cool. But is, is there any scenario? Have you seen anything um, on like the Steelers blogs or podcasts or anything that, um, well, I don't even know if they have the draft capital to, but is there any sense of trading up and, and maybe trying to get um, a Lance, a Fields, if, if they kind of fall uh, back into that mid-late, you know, top 10 area, or is it kind of not the Pittsburgh way? Yeah, I, I have to agree with that last part there. It's not enough the way. I mean, we've seen them trade up recently for defensive players. Um, but, you know, we struck gold in 2004 with Ben. Um, I really haven't seen any contingency plans from any of, like, the blogs or anything. If if I were Kevin Colbert, I would take a flyer. You know, we have two picks in the fourth round. Uh, if he's there – uh, he didn't. He opted out last year, but uh, Jamie Newman, he went. He was a Wake Forest quarterback, transferred to Georgia as a grad transfer, opted out. Um, you know, he's got the tools. Uh, he had a good couple seasons for what he had to work with at Wake Forest. Um, you know, I think that's a guy who's got athleticism. He's he's kind of like that Dak Prescott mold. You know, a third round, fourth round quarterback. If you take a flyer on, you know, he might get some game reps, but you know, he comes in and can learn from them. Uh, kind of see how well I don't want to have him see his work habits and practice habits because he never practices but you know what I mean the the how to read defense how to be a professional so that that's kind of my hope there if 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 we don't take a flyer on someone like him um, I think it's try to convince Ben on one-year contracts until there's a, a, a draft class with a quarterback that is a cannot miss prospect. And I don't see that really in college football coming this next year. Um, I think the best quarterback coming out of next year is going to be Spencer Rattler. And Ugh. he's, he's, he's <laughs> not good. Jesus. So I, I think it's going to be go all in this year, um, kind of middle of the road the next few years, and then try to strike gold again. Yeah. I'm looking at our list. There's there's one huge admission we had here, um, or I had anyway, but none of us took uh, Zach Wilson in the top 18. <laughs> uh, That's I, hilarious. You know, he's just been pinned into that Jets pick. It's kind of like – I don't know. I just – I don't – I mean, the dude's got a – he's got an arm. He might be getting some of that um, Josh Allen love, just the fact that he's got the cannon, um, but I don't know. I, I just don't think he's that good. I mean, yeah, he made all those plays and everything, but look who he's playing against. Well, just like watching the Coastal Carolina game, I'm just like, yeah, he's he's a good quarterback. You know, he's – but I wasn't like, that dude's the best quarterback I've seen in a long time or even been like, that dude – like, that guy's probably better than Justin Fields. I never, like, got that impression at all. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. May call me crazy, call me a homer, but I just – I don't know. I saw Justin Fields play you know, every game at Ohio State, and I was like, this dude's the best quarterback in our school history. That's just how I felt. So, Yeah, there, there, there is some uh, – I've seen some Josh Allen comparisons. I've seen some Mahomes comparisons with some of the – just the crazy on the run, not really having um, 
you know, his feet under him, just flicking the ball down the field. So, yeah, obviously huge cannon. But I, you know, I, I, you know, the Niners, it looks like they're going to take a quarterback at three. I, they're taking I just, Mac Jones. I know. I, I know. And I, <laughs> and I, I guess, can't believe it. I can't either. But the thing is, like, at least he played. I mean, he had studs around him, but at least he played like good competition. Like, Wilson would scare me. Like, yeah, there's that upside physically. And then I do not get the I do not get the Trey Lance love. Like, if you watched any North Dakota State games last year, like he was like a, a Blake Bell, a Tim Tebow, a Colin Klein, just a guy that would get in and have like ten guys blocking for him. He was just like a running back, a quarterback, and yeah, like his interception numbers are low. He didn't throw the ball at all. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's a lower level. Like, I know they, you know, they're the Alabama of the FCS, but still it's like, you know, I I always worry about those guys um, competition-wise. I, I know it works out sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't. But that's um, just I'm, – I'm worried about that. So, all right. I, one more question, I guess, then we can kind of get out of here. Um who who's who's your favorite? I mean it doesn't have, it can be obvious, but who's who's the one guy that you are saying this guy's going to Canton, this is the can't miss in the draft. Bryce, I'll start with you. Oh boy. Shit. That's um that's that's really tough. Um can't miss going to Canton. Well, I mean, maybe we shouldn't set the expectations to Canton, but at least like yeah, I mean like, like I, an all pro yeah, I think a ten year guy that that tackle from Oregon, I th- I think you know he could come in and be be in fifteen twelve fifteen year starter at Cincinnati if he wanted to. I mean, I watched this part of his pro day and the t- dude's dude's a force. I'm kind of upset that Ohio State didn't get did get you know didn't get to play against them just because that would have been. A hell of a matchup. So um, I know they've got another tackle, I think, coming up next year. But, you know, I think tackle, just somebody that I think will look back and say, oh, you know, they had that big run at quarterback and then the Bengals lucked out and the dude fell to him. So maybe another Anthony Munoz down there. But um, I hope Cincinnati does get him. I, you know, I hope we beat Cincinnati both both times every time we play him, but it, it um, or every year. God, something I've been drinking. I'm like slurring my words. I've just been <laughs> sick, guys. That's all. I, I promise you. Like I was puking, hugging a toilet the past couple of days. So, um, but I sound slow. But uh, no, I just I, I think he could be the guy where it's like the steal of the draft. He's at five or whatever with with Cincinnati or whatever it was. And uh, yeah, why not him? Yeah, I, I I feel like it's easier to pick offensive linemen that are going to be your 10-year guy, your, you know, not miss a snap. And I, I'm kind of in the same the same vein there. Um, I'm going to go with an interior lineman, uh, a guy a guy close to my heart, the position he plays. Um, he's not going to be a first-round pick. He might not even be a second-round pick. Uh, Towards ACL in the uh, college football – or uh, SEC championship game last year um, – Plays with a lot of heart. Uh, one of the toughest guys I've played. Doesn't quit on a single play. That's Landon Dickerson out of Alabama. Um, I feel like he's got the Quentin Nelson attitude. You know, he's also super lighthearted off the field. And I feel like he's going to be one of those 
that mold of a Joe Thomas, a Clinton Nelson, a guy that never wants to quit, never wants to come off the field, and is going to sell out for every play, no matter what team he plays for. Yeah, mine, mine's the obvious one. I, th- I think Pitts is, you know, if we were in the ring, you know, won the whatever, how many draft-eligible players or names are in the list. I think Pitts um, – He's just that Kelsey, that new age tight end. And, um, you know, he maybe he's not going to give you the the blocking in the run game. But, I mean, literally, I feel like whatever team gets him, they're going to put him out in the slot sometimes, put him out wide, move him around the formation. Um, and I definitely think, you know, fantasy-wise, um, you know, for the next decade, um, I, I think he's, he's just going to be – an offensive horse for whatever team gets him. And um, I just think it's kind of a layup, whoever gets him. Um, all right. I'm, I'm out of questions. I mean, that's that's like 45 minutes. That's pretty good. Uh, do you guys have anything to add? Biggest biggest bust. Oh. Yeah, actually, we team. should ask. Maybe the past, my... like, 20, 20 years or so. I mean, it's kind of hard to man, Giovanni Carmazzi, the guy that ended up being like a goat farmer off the grid. Like he was the, the next next guy. And then <laughs> uh, that whole draft, I mean, nobody knew Tom Brady, even me being a Michigan fan, didn't realize that Tom Brady was going to turn into what he was. But that whole draft – uh, if you look at the quarterbacks in it, was just wow, a lot, so many misses. I mean, Pennington was really the only guy that was somewhat good. Well, Bulger wasn't Mark. Yeah, Mark Bulger was in that draft. He was all right, but Giovanni Carmazzi, uh definitely not listening to this. So, yeah, interesting. Bobby, what about you? Uh, biggest bust of my of the Steelers last twenty years. Uh, this is an easy one for me. Uh, Lima Swede, receiver out of Texas. <laughs> oh, he yeah. was so nasty uh, on NCAA. He was a bad <laughs> he was. In Texas. And then he came in, and I I honestly think if he could make it to the NFL as a receiver, I think I could make it to the NFL as a receiver. I've never seen someone drop so many sure touchdown passes and just be an absolute trash can on the field. I don't know how <laughs> how you can be so good in college – and not translate a single ounce of that athleticism to the NFL. That's I, I had such high hopes for him too. I was like, "Oh hell yeah, I'm a Swede third round." Nope, bullshit. Yeah, um, mine. Like, there's two that happened in the same draft, which completely set the Browns back. Like, you know, was the result of why they sucked for the last five years. But um, I, you know, I think the easy one to say would be Manzel. Um, right, but I'll but I'll I'll say the the, the one they picked up in the uh, pick eight there in the first round, or that was Justin Gilbert, the defensive back from Oklahoma State. You know, he was like he I think he like won all the awards and was all American, like, and then just came to Cleveland and I like I don't even know if he saw the field. Like I just feel like he just never ever showed up and completely uh just just blew it, just total bust. And like as a Browns fan, like. You know, I could have said Brandon Whedon. I could have said William Green. I said I could have said Courtney Brown. You know, Gerard Warren. Or yeah, yeah, I think that's who it was. Big money from Florida. But yeah, just I'll uh I'll say 
I'll say Justin Gilbert just set us back a long time. Yeah, uh, okay. I can, okay. I can't believe. Yeah, and then uh, the, the Steelers ended up trading a fifth round pick for him. So yeah. So we also got that stink. Yeah, he was nothing. You're like, okay, let's see if the Browns like just sucked at managing players, and you guys got him. You're like, yeah, he's he's not good. <laughs> he's he's awful. That that reminds me, it's it's not team specific. Yeah, I just I, thought like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. But you said Oklahoma State. I thought Justin Blackman was going to be like mm-hmm. a top ten receiver in NFL history when his career was done. Yeah. I mean, he was so good in college, um, and he just looked like that that skill set would translate uh, to Sundays, and it, it never did. So I think he might be in recent years. Um, him and I, I thought Nick Fairley from Auburn, the defensive tackle. I thought him and Sue together would really change the Dolphins or the Lions yeah. for a decade to come. And that was another miss I, I can remember. I was like, I can't believe that didn't work out. Right. When he got drafted, I was like, oh, my God. Good luck fucking running on, running on them. And then people did. Yeah. Very, yeah. very easy, easily. So, Do you, yeah, do you guys have any other misses, um, you know, that you would have went to, to uh, the woodshed for or the hilt for? In, in recent years. Ooh, God. Um, I feel like there's definitely – well, I guess – was it uh, Walker from Washington? I was, like, pretty high on him. You know what I mean? I was like, that yeah, dude's, like, a hell of a – you know, he's, like, pretty fiery and athletic. And every time I watched him, like, I love the dude. So he was somebody I was really rooting for. But um, I don't know. I yeah, guess, that, like, Vince Young was somebody I thought would be a fucking great player in the NFL and just wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, that um, – the Jake Locker draft class, the, the quarterbacks in that one, that's another one of those, like, what happened there? Because you have Jake Locker, Blaine Gabbert, Christian Ponder, all top 15 picks. Um, yes, yeah, the Christian Ponder, uh, Blaine Gabbert, those two specifically. I, I mean, say what you want, Blaine Gabbert's a Super Bowl champion right now. But I mean, what what has he done outside of grow long hair? Yeah, I, right. I mean, he had he had good seats Saturday at the UFC fight. I don't know if you guys watched that card, but uh, he of course he's with. Tom, so you know, just riding those coattails even in the off season, but I don't blame him. Yeah, um, I guess okay. There's there's two, there's two I didn't I didn't mention. One, if we're doing past twenty years, so one was an Ohio State player, and I thought he was for sure going to be a stud, and that's Vernon Golston, uh, picked up for the Jets. I thought he was about as safe as you got. Um, as a defensive end. And then uh, Trent Richardson with the Browns. I thought he was going to be. Oh, yeah. You know, they're always like, the, the next Jim Brown. And then he got, year two, he got traded to the, to the Colts. <laughs> I was like, fuck. Can't, can't have anything nice here. So, yeah. It's old T. Rich. All right. Well, I think the we mocked enough. Um, so, I guess we could come back if you guys um, 
are not busy, we can come back midweek next week and just kind of go through. Um, I maybe give grades. I don't know. I kind of think that's kind of a dumb exercise, but we all look at them and stuff like that. But uh, I think there's going to be some like big. So there's going to be something out there that's going to like be shocking. I feel like it's going to be like New England trading up to pick Field. You know what I mean? Yeah, something yeah. crazy like that. I think I think we're bound to see it. I mean, you know, Bobby says not nothing about the Steelers, but you never know. I mean, you just never know what's going to happen. So they don't have a lot of capital to go with, but you never know. I just feel like this might be the year with the just seeing how successful quarterbacks can just change things or just what they can do is um, with this class. I don't know. I just think something's going to happen. Yeah. Also, Bryce, not to uh, – I mean, you probably already know this, but Portugal, the Portuguese Grand Prix this weekend, <laughs> yeah. round three of the yep. uh, F1 calendar. Um, kind of some shocking news that came down yesterday about – Three races, getting a sprint race format. Um, loved it at first and did a little digging and absolutely still like, oh, we'll see how it plays out, but hate it. But uh, I feel like we got to fight, boys. I know it's only two rounds in, but uh, Lewis is up 44 to 43 markers right now for the World Drivers Championship. Seems like Red Bull is right there. So, um, you know, Portugal yeah. recently re-added due to COVID last year on the calendar. Um, and it was, it was an okay, uh, pretty good Grand Prix last year. Bobby, you, uh, you excited as well? Yeah, I, I actually kind of like this circuit. Um, all the, the hills on the circuit with the, like the blind corners, you can't see anything and come up over. Uh, makes for some interesting decisions there. Uh, remember last year we had the, the, the rain before the race, kind of during the race, the first part. Um, and you saw uh, Carlos Sainz get out to the lead. And then obviously Lewis, you know, just hung around and made his move and came back because the Mercedes cars were just far and beyond anything anybody else could produce last year. Uh, but like you said, this year, it, it's fun seeing Lewis have a challenge again. Um, Max has been, the, I think Max has been the best driver so far this year and the oh, yeah. uh, those two. Um but, you know, Lewis just got such a good driving pedigree. You can't ever count him out. And, you know, the midfield battle, top of the midfield is it's very, very fun to watch during the race. I feel like when they're spending more time on that with, like, Ferrari and McLaren and that classic rivalry coming back, um, it's going to make for interesting years. Season. We'll get the third place and the extra money going into the, the new regulations next year. Yeah, Bryce, where does Checo finish this weekend? Uh, not outside of the top ten like last week. Um, I think he, I think he sees his teammate there, um, kind of setting the bar and wants to go chase it. I don't know. I, I look for him to be top top five at least. Not not goes out and wins it. It's just it's time. So you're you're he's still had, you're still on the Chaco train. He's my guy. Yeah, he's my guy. Okay. I, I'm on it. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to it. I'm gonna you know see if he can win me over a little bit more. And uh, I think it's just like the Browns where it's going to be real sweet, you know, when they, when they win, uh, it's not necessarily a lifetime of rooting for them, but uh, you know, I, I don't know. I'm kind of pulling for him. I, I followed a little bit last time and I forget what I was doing. I, I, having a kid, you guys, just, it's really just strange. Uh, 
you can't watch as much shit, especially on, on Sunday's afternoon when the Browns aren't playing. So, yeah, he's my guy. I'll stick with him. And uh, like I said, Team Red Bull kind of showing up. Yeah, I'm just interested in see if we'll have any uh, warm-up slash formation lap drama because we're two for two this year. And for Bryce kind of being a new guy, getting into the sport, it's kind of like he probably thinks this happens all the time. And it maybe happened like once last year. <laughs> like I think I think Max crashed at Hungary and went on to win. Like a hell of a job by the Red Bull crew to get that car back together. But um, then I think maybe like what, 2019 or 18? I think it was 18. Kimmy like blew up and – and Bahrain on the yeah. formation lap. And that's like the last two I can remember. So we're two for two this year in a pre-race drama. So anyway, IndyCar's in Texas, um, NASCAR's in Kansas. Uh, but yeah, that, that's your motorsports, uh, I guess, preview for the weekend. I'm, I'm spent, guys. I appreciate you coming on. If you guys have anything more to add, we can go. If not, um I guess we'll see you next time anyway. But, uh, Bobby, any famous last words? Nope. Spring on the draft. I'm ready for three and a half hours to get through 10 picks. Yep. Rice. That's right. Go Browns. Uh, I can't wait to stay up until midnight. Let's pick, uh, whatever, 26 or the hell they are. Feeling. So, Bobby, it's, just get used to it, man. Next, <laughs> next year we'll be picking at 32, and I think you know why. It, it, it's tough. Yeah. All right. Uh, appreciate you guys coming on. Uh, rate, review, subscribe, follow the show on Twitter and Facebook at PodcalkPCast. Uh, like I said, maybe we'll be back next week, uh, do a little draft recap, and uh, whatever else happens. That seems like that's what happens on the show. But uh, thanks for listening. Share it, and we'll see you next time.